Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Welcome to Extraordinary Women Radio. I am your host, Cami Gellner. Women are being called to lead with voice, vitality, and vigor. Each week, join me for wisdom-filled interviews with extraordinary women living out loud and making a difference in our world. Their stories will uplift, inspire, and spark your own purpose-driven journey. Hello, my extraordinary women friends. We are deep into the dog days of summer here. Or if you saw some of my pictures out on the lake last weekend on social, the duck days of summer, we had a bunch of baby ducks floating around us. They were so cute. I love this time of year and I've been doing all kinds of things summer recently, hanging with family and just getting outdoors and doing some fun things. So I hope you are doing the same. I'm recording this intro just in time for me to head out for the next four days of retreat work with my extraordinary women in my mastermind programs. I'll kick off my two-day platinum growth scale and impact mastermind for six-figure plus entrepreneurs tomorrow and uh, the next day. And we are diving deep into some of my newest teachings, which I'm super excited about. And it's around simplifying our businesses for scalability and freedom. I am so passionate about building businesses in which we can thrive in life. And this mid-year retreat is about simplifying your business model to deliver high transformational value to your clients, plus being intimately connected to your customer journey. And when we get this power combo right, we build freedom into our businesses along with a scalable foundation that leads to our ability to grow our bottom and top lines of our business in a way that is a simple way, right? It's not about getting and adding more, but it's actually simplifying what already is there so that we can live good lives and then also really create bigger impact. If we're focused on this type of a business model, it really changes up. And I'm so excited to be sharing this with my clients this week. It's important that we start with the scalable foundation. Otherwise, we're growing businesses that create burnout. And I don't know about you, but I'm guessing like me, you've been there a few times in your lifetime, just like me. I have done that. And for this very reason, I have been very intentional about building a business that gives me plenty of white space on my calendar and an ability to enjoy summertime. At the same time, my business is that the bottom line is growing. The top line is growing. And 
So this is what I am teaching my clients this week. I can't wait to spend the next two days deep in my clients' businesses. I love rolling up my sleeves and working with them in their businesses. And I know this work makes such a difference because it's made a tremendous difference in my own business and many of my clients' businesses as well. And this makes my heart happy. And then from there, we move into a two-day equine vision journey retreat. This is one of my signature programs that I have been doing for 13 years with another group of clients where my herd of horses joins us in their role as coach and leader. The herd helps quiet the noise of our world and more importantly, the noise of our minds. They help my clients slow down to the pace of the horse where suddenly they can see bigger possibilities in their business, in their life. The herd helps them break through the unknowns that are keeping them playing small, breaking through to playing bigger and bolder. The herd helps them connect the dots between what they outwardly know and the deeper knowing of their soul. It's really powerful stuff for sure. This is the secret sauce of my work with my mastermind clients. It's truly powerful. It's delivering breakthrough experiences every time I do this retreat. I'm always blown away and in awe of what unfolds. So let the magic begin. If you are ready to weave soulful inspiration into mindful business strategies for your business, jump onto camigelner.com, apply, and let's have a conversation. Together, we will raise up your voice, your visibility, and your business. Our guest on Extraordinary Women Radio today takes us deep into the world of reclaiming our authentic freedom, achieving mental clarity, and better health for ourselves and our communities. Sacred Walker is a master facilitator and the CEO and lead holistic trainer of Kumba Health, a multi-service wellness and leadership institute for rising and seasoned caring professionals to infuse well-being into their own daily lives and to stay connected to the vision that called them to the profession in the first place. As an immigrant from Kingston, Jamaica, she is no stranger to the journey of healing from the impacts of emotional and psychological abuse, and she shares her own story today of how she healed using the arts, storytelling, and dance. Her life's journey is to foster affirming wellness and leadership spaces across campuses and companies where care comes full circle by healing divides, infusing well-being, and fostering leadership. Let's meet Sacred Walker. Well, welcome to Extraordinary Women Radio, Sacred Walker. I am thrilled to have you join us. I'm so glad to be here with you today, Cammie. Thanks for having me. You bet. You bet. You know, Nikita Rig Thigpen introduced us and she said that you and I were two people that she thought really needed to meet. And when I started looking at your, you know, all of your information, and I know one of your missions really around helping a million women, and you can talk about that here in just a moment. My, one of my, my mission is helping a million women step into their, their businesses, their passion, their purpose, and really make an impact with their work and raise up their voice and their visibility with their, with their, um, and how they're meant to make a difference. So what is your 1 million women goal? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I'm committed to transforming the mind, body, spirit experience so that, you know, you're not coming back from vacation, having to take another vacation that you've been truly in a life you love. So I'm committed to helping 1 million visionaries, I call them queens, to be able to make an impact, achieve mental clarity, really be able to shift the legacy of burnout in many of our families, right? And be able to really uncover our gifts and show up powerfully to really turn our pain into our superpower. 
So that's what I'm called to do. And absolutely, when Nikita referred me and I looked over what you were doing, I said, synergy align, different <laughs> you know, holistic approaches, powerhouses. So I'm so excited to Yeah, I'm really excited to have you here because I think this whole you've got a whole spiritual side to you that I just, you know, I'm very drawn to. So I love I love this. And we'll get into hearing more about your name in a bit. But I'm going to start with your story, your personal story. You were you are an immigrant from Kingston, Jamaica. You're no stranger to healing in the journey of healing. And you have really come through some some big things in your life, but you also came through big healing. And and so tell us a little bit about that journey of how how that worked for you. I mean, what what I know that's around arts and storytelling and dance, but give us a little bit about what was the journey like as a young woman, young girl, young woman, and how did this healing come about for you? Absolutely. So my healing story began when I experienced some hard challenges in my life that could have stopped me. And I ended up transforming that into what became so much pearls of wisdom. So I actually was an executive. I was an associate executive um, within a nonprofit um, in a role similar to assistant director when I was about 21 years old. So I was kind of they jumped right in. Wow. Yeah, and you were right there. Right out of out of university, right into this role. And um one day I got a call saying that my mom was ill. And this is a mom who I grew up taking no medication, was very holistic, knew what to take when your stomach ached, knew what to take when you had a headache, and taught us all about listening to our bodies and ourselves. But she had such a mask of strength and power as a pioneer herself. And she ended up having a breakdown. And so her breakdown led to my breakthrough because suddenly I went from being an associate executive director to also being her caretaker at a very young age. And I had to start taking care of my sister. So now I went from being a daughter to also being a parent to both my sister and my mom in so many ways. And so my journey was about seeing her and recognizing that many of us have elder parents. Many of us are supporting, right? many, many hats. And out of that, you know, I taught, I learned so much. And so one of the things she told me was when the voice inside tells you that you are to not be uplifted, when you are feeling negative in the way you talk to yourself, et cetera, that is actually one of the signals that something is going awry. And I've taken that gem with me ever since. So that is a part of my journey. And I've been kind of walking that path of transforming the inner world since then. Give us an example of where you applied that concept. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I would have to say that as many of us know who are in leadership roles, um, I immediately applied that concept. I had to go show up for her as an advocate, right? While also holding my own stress as a caretaker. And as a caretaker, many of us know we have to hold and make very quick decisions often, right? And so what I started noticing was that I began to smile, but I was actually feeling sad inside. I noticed that I was actually missing meals, but I felt like, well, I didn't have time because I had to be the, the, the superhero, if you will, of my world, right? And I also noticed that I started losing sleep. And many times we take that for granted. Insomnia is one of the largest things that plague us um, in society today that is a stress signal. And so I began to look at those signals and I actually started a meditation practice. I joined a Buddhist community 
Um, this is before I became an interfaith minister and focusing on psychology. But at that time, I just wanted something to make sense. And so I began to study mindfulness-based stress reduction and began to listen in versus running from those signals and pushing through. And so me slowing down actually became my savior um, because I, I might have actually gone through the same thing that she was if I hadn't shown up. And thank God, you know, she was able to thrive as a result of the both of us taking good care of ourselves. Yeah. what, it, what it, I mean, where she took care of you for so many years and you were able to gift back to her and show up in that sort of the way and at the same time really learn and grow. I know one of the things you talked about was healing with arts and storytelling and dance. What Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, that's, that's such an interesting journey because that went so much hand in hand with my journey of becoming a mental health therapist and my journey of being a creative arts therapist and um, interfaith minister was always through healing arts. I remember the first time I wrote a story and I actually put on a play about what I was going through. And I casted a team of women and I put them in leadership roles. And one by one, as I was casting this play, it's called Sankofa Mizizi. I actually put it up in California while I was putting myself through grad school at the time, right? Or I was preparing for grad school. And one of the things was so powerful was each and every one of them could relate to something of my story. And so I began to have more and more of those conversations. And in them being in this story, and at the end, seeing the triumphant story of healing, and love and understanding and, and healing families, they were healed because they had things that were happening in the background that were stressing them out that they didn't have space for. And so again and again, spaces like that, where I would gather women together to use arts for a form of healing. And that was way before I even understand the deeper implications of mental health, executive coaching and transformative leadership. Right. So it almost like it, it kind of created a space where you don't always have to have the words. You were embodying the character and then you can become whatever you needed to as that character. And then you can practice it before stepping into it. It was very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is really powerful. And I think the whole concept of storytelling, that kind of the universal stories that we can all connect into, you know, it's, it, it's, it's such, it could be an archetypes that, you know, the stories that come along with archetypes, but that that what what you were really tapping into as you were working with those women in that place situation, everybody understood their own story and was able to link that in. And isn't that true in life? Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. 
that's so true in life. And I love the fact that you use the term archetypes. I love the fact that you speak into the archetype. That's actually, there's a tool that I give in the programs that I offer with Love Medicine Coaching, which is archetypes. Yeah, we and, use we yeah. use an archetype tool called Culture Talk. And okay, yeah, and in, in my you know, when we're building the brand from the inside out for my clients, it's like we're we're bringing archetypes into the because there's stories, there's ancient stories that are there with, with with this being of who we are. And there's stories that's there, I mean, just in life in general, that we can bring forth. So the more we can really pull these stories forward, the more we can really tune into who are we at that very core of ourselves and build our very unique brands. So that's, it's, uh, this is really cool. I mean, this is really fun because it's, it's those kinds of threads that help us. And I, and right now, I truly, truly believe that women's wisdom is the medicine our earth needs. And I know the work that you're doing is really important for women right now. Why is it so important for women right now? What's, what's your, what's your, you know, what's that gut inside of you tell you? Yeah, absolutely. And I want to just bridge on what you were just saying about archetypes. And then I want to into what you're mentioning. So yeah, which is brilliant because I love the fact that you're speaking into the way that there's a, from the inside out, the way that we look at it from a mind, body, spirit perspective is what is the archetype that you're showing up as now? And what are the ways that that has actually historically helped or hurt you from an emotional freedom place? And we begin to look at how we can unpack that. So I feel like why that's so important for all people today, but definitely the foundation of what I call the divine feminine, if you will, right? Is that there's something that shifts when we recognize the balance of being able to be powerhouses, forces, forces of nature pushing through, but also listening into our intuition. How many times does our body tell us slow down, something is off? And we might miss it. We might get a headache right after we have a conversation, right? We might be about to pass a bill that actually something doesn't quite feel right. It's about to do something that's harmful, right? To large people. Or even times I recently did um, some work with the governor's office and their team of 200. And time and time again, I heard from many women in those executive circles that they were feeling like, Oh my goodness, I'm going out and I'm hearing the same story again and again. How can I bring this back so that now we can see what are the patterns there, right? But there's something about the gift of listening into our intuition, tuning in and speaking into what I call the vibration of the earth, right? When we can slow down and walk slow enough to tap in, then that can be a place of power too, because now it's intentional power, right? Yeah, stress robs us, robs us of our gifts. Slowing down actually un- unleashes our gifts. See, there's a difference. Totally, totally. I, and I, and I'm, I'm loving this, how you are tying this into the vibration of the earth. I mean, it's just, it, to me, it feels like that, that calling that is so much for all of us to change how we are showing up, to slow down, to tune in, to listen, to, to walk a different path, to do- walk to it walk to a different rhythm. So this feels really, really good. I love what, what you're talking about here. Before we get into more about this, you know, the, the stress and the burnout and all that sort of thing, I'd love to hear a little bit about your name, Sacred Walker. How did that come about? Because this feels like this is very in alignment with, with this walking to the rhythm of the earth. Okay. That's, a, that's an interesting question. So I stepped into my name while I was 
becoming an interfaith minister. And so um, Sacred Walker in the indigenous paths, I come from a long line of traditional healers on my grandfather's side and of seers on my mother's side. And Sacred Walker is an indigenous path that connects ancestors to those in the present realm. So being that I have this commitment to heal generational trauma and have this trauma-informed care approach, it felt like absolutely, of course. I also did have a very authentic conversation with Spirit where I said, well, I'm open to calling my, because I've been calling myself Sacred Walker since I was actually a young girl. Um, I take myself on these goddess days every Friday. And so when I take myself out for the day and I love myself and I bring in healing and I do my dance or I take time by the water or whatever is called for, I've always called it time as sacred. And so during my experience, I had a very uh, riveting experience with breath work. And during my training in breath work, for those who don't know, breath work is when you bring in different rhythms into a space and it allows you to transcend. And in that transcendence place, you get to heal something that is trapped in you and then you return a little clearer. And so during that space, I asked her and I said, well, um, you know, God was like, you know, when should I call myself Sacred Walker? And um, Spirit was like, whenever you feel like you're showing up as sacred. And I said, well, I feel like I move both in, in, <laughs> in, in both worlds all the time. And he said, great. So call yourself that all the time. And so after that breathwork experience, I actually 100% called myself that name. But I believe in redefining the sacred. I think that sometimes our bodies, our minds and our spirits have been very repressed and have been told that in order to be sacred, we need to turn the other cheek. In order to be sacred, we need to kind of become a doormat. In order to be sacred, we need to allow ourselves to be so strengthened that there's nothing that we can give because we're so altruistic. And I think that there can be space for that generosity, but I think it can also be sacred for you to slow down and get yourself a nice meal. It can be sacred to give yourself a hug. It can be sacred to, to go to spirit directly and know that you are a gift from God and you're not evil as you are. And so for me, as a Black lesbian woman who's also Caribbean, that was so powerful for me to say, you know what, actually, me talking negatively to myself is not sacred. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I the center consciousness doesn't work for me. And that was a part of my healing journey, truthfully. Yeah. Oh, I love this. I love this so much. And the whole, you know, it's just how we can look at things from a sacred perspective on and in any spectrum, right? In any spectrum of our life, we can look at it as, I mean, we can, we could have this conversation as a sacred conversation. You know, you've been on this big journey. What is one of your biggest lessons you have learned that really shapes the work that you're doing today? Hmm. One of the biggest lessons that I've learned that is really helped me shape this work today has been to listen to my body to listen to my body and the power of the collective when we all consistently listen to our body. I know it sounds small. It's not. But it's actually a huge wave that if we were to take time to be conscientious and intentionally listen to our body, the body wisdom that comes is so impactful because now I'm not only hearing me, but I have a firm belief that I begin to hear the nuances of others. Oh my goodness, I'm saying this. I thought this was so different from you. You know, the biggest thing that actually causes hate crimes when I did some studies? What's that? Say a patron. Mm. And I struggle so much with seeing something that's different in me, right? Oh my goodness, I have 
Um, I have blonde hair. Only black hair is good. You know, oh my gosh, that's terrible. And then I beat myself up so bad because I have to be so rigid. Then how am I going to treat you? How can I possibly accept you if I don't accept that I have a little bit of a tummy? If I don't, it doesn't mean I don't want to ch- transform things, right? And I'm in my body. But if I don't listen to my heart, oh my gosh, my, my heart feels out of rhythm. Let me go to the doctor and check in on that. You know, actually, my conscience really bothered me when I had that conversation with that person. Let me give them a call back and check to see how they felt about it, right? How much would things shift if we actually listened to our body and then took an action based on being intentional with it or not? Yeah, I love this because it's our body is so filled with wisdom, and this is often something that I even do in my work my with my clients is is I'll stop and say, okay, let's go into your body. Where are you feeling this? What's there? Explore this. And a lot of this came from work that when I originally stepped into and in, stepped into coaching all these years ago, I was in, integrating horses into my work, and I still integrate. I have I. I do retreats with my horses, right? And the the foundation of the work that I do with my horses is very somatic. And so it's always dropping into your body. It's always noticing what's there in our body. And the horses will mirror if we're, you know, if we're feeling off kilter in our bodies, if um, we're stating something that's really not congruent with what we feel in our bodies, they will, they'll engage and interact with you in that sort of way. So I learned that very early on in my coaching work. And today, you know, I can be on a a Zoom call with somebody and I would be like, okay, wait a minute, let's stand up, let's move, let's feel, let's, um, let's work with this. And there's so much wisdom that can come from that. And, you know, so I, I, I so believe what you're saying. There's so much truth in what you're saying here. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that you're so intentional about sinking into your body. That's something that I definitely align with as well. Yeah, that's so cool. So I know a lot of what you talk about is, I mean, you talk about a whole array of things, but one of the things we really decided we would focus on today is burnout because so many of the entrepreneurs that I know find themselves in burnout. They, they have this vision. They're trying to grow. They are in this space of push, push, push. And I don't believe that's, first of all, the way that we can really, I think there's so many, so many more smarter ways that we can grow our businesses. And, and, and do it with scale so that we're not burning ourselves out. But that's not what we're going to talk about today. What we're really going to talk about is what is burnout. And so why don't we just start there and then we can talk about how we can recognize it, how we can, you know, how we can work with it, how we can shift it. Mm, absolutely. So what is burnout? Sometimes I want to get kind of tangible for a moment. So have you ever eaten a hot pepper? A hot pepper? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I have a great story about eating a very hot ghost pepper by mistake. Ooh, okay. All right. So now we have to go into the story and then I want to tell you about burnout. So what's the hot pepper story? Oh, the hot pepper story was um, I bought one of the $2 bags from Natural Grocers of, of vegetables and I was chopping everything up to go into a salad. And I thought it was a yellow, like yellow pepper is what I thought it was. 
And um, I reached down and popped it like a big chunk of it into my mouth, thinking it was yellow pepper, but it was a ghost pepper. And um, I began running around the house. And as I was putting it into my mouth, my husband was standing there and he looked, he's like, um, that's, you know, about ready to say that's hot. And by the time that that point, I'd already gotten it into my mouth. So for the next 30 minutes, I was running around the house trying to get the hot pepper out of my mouth. So I can relate to this very well. Okay, perfect, perfect. So that <laughs> analogy is exactly what that analogy is exactly what speaks to burnout, right? Sometimes we ingest something, but in the moment we 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 we're not even aware. Like we ingest something, it's there, and all of a sudden something begins to heat up. And before someone can even warn us about how it's gonna impact us. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We're running around in circles. We're running around trying to put this fire out, trying to figure out, wait, how did I experience this? But at the same time, to the rest of the world, we're moving as if we're not running. We're moving as if we're not running. So what happens is burnout ends up being the number one, from my expertise, from my research, the number one cause of stress eating, overspending, and making impulsive choices. The number one, the number one blocker of our brilliance is our burnout, okay? Because if now, just for a moment, we were to take some time and pause and go, your husband's right there like, oh my gosh, hold on, wait a minute. And he passes you a glass of milk because he can see that you're hurting. He can see that your mouth is burning. He can see that something is blocking your voice, right? Literally. Yeah, and I like what you just said. And I want to just capture that because it's it's really good. It's burnout blocks your brilliance. Burnout absolutely blocks your brilliance. Absolutely, absolutely. So right now we're in a place where people are really feeling overwhelmed, people are feeling high stress, and people are oftentimes feeling a little bit stretched around like what's happening with the budget, what's happening with the economy, et cetera, et cetera. And what happens in that place is sometimes we want the momentary relief, right? We want the momentary relief of pulling the pepper out of our mouth. But what happens even if you pull the hot pepper out? The mouth is still on fire. The mouth is still on fire, right? 
So yeah. for a moment, what we have to do is when we take a moment to acknowledge that, you know what, the way we've been moving is actually as if we've been holding a hot pepper in our mouth for a very long time. Mm, that's such a great analogy. We get yeah. used to it. Yeah. We're and like, then it just becomes normal. It becomes normal. Then all of a sudden we're like, oh, I didn't even know there was a hot pepper. No one needs to pour me a glass of milk. So all of a sudden what happens? I walk into a business meeting. Someone offers me an opportunity. I'm actually worth you know, a seven figure mark, but I actually go in at four because I've been pushing through and I'm terrified that I'm not going to have, I'm not going to have, right? So I might not reach for my brilliance. I'm reaching for burnout because I'm moving impulsively. I might in the middle of the night at 1am be really, really craving something comforting, but actually, am I really craving something comforting or am I just really craving the love and affection of my partner? But maybe I've been so stressed out. I've been pushing them away. So instead, what do I do? I might reach for an ice cream or I might reach for something oily or something comforting that's going to give the body some salt or sugar. That's a temporary comfort. So see, see, see now I'm reaching for something temporary to fill that, right? I might all of a sudden be, ask me how I know as a recovering shopaholic who would get things to really cover the body, to really show I'm so fierce and powerful. But guess what? If I worked on that just for a moment, if I gave myself the milk, if I can feel that, then all of a sudden I would go, whether I spent that money on that $300 suit or not, I can still show up in my power. And the minute that I did that, things shifted. And I, that's when I actually launched this whole, you know, design a life, the life I love mastermind, but something shifted in me. So I just want to acknowledge that sometimes we think stress means good, right? There can be good stress, push through, right? Burnout means not only am I getting red flags in my body that I may not be able to feel, right? Number one thing impacting the workplace today, solopreneurs or big companies is burnout. But even one step further, I'm acting so much in automatic that I don't even realize that I'm getting temporary fulfillment, but I really actually want to become my great potential. And I can't even see it because I'm reaching for the, the temporary little little fix, right? And that's how bad habits and bad impulses form if we're not careful. So how do we shift those? I mean, what what what's what are some of the things that people can do to to one, acknowledge them and then two, step into a different choices? Absolutely, absolutely. So right now, as we speak, I want us to take a moment to recognize there's like the little bee of burnout. And there's a big B of burnout, right? There's a little B of burnout and a big B of burnout when we're talking about manifesting our brilliance, right? Which is why we come in at Kumba Health and look at it from two angles, right? If it's a little B of burnout, if you're at the place where you realize and you're hearing this today, you go, oh my gosh, I kind of did push away my partner yesterday. Oh no, right? You're like, oh shoot, I actually have been having trouble sleeping or, oh my gosh, this migraine has not gone away after I like, talk to one of my team members. Oh, is this the person? Is this the right seat, right job? Is I'm a Goldman Sachs uh, 10,000 entrepreneur. And we say that is, this is the right seat, right hat for this, this role, right? Am I delegating properly? Am I taking on too much? What is keeping, what are the stirring stops? Step one, check your personal inventory. Check What's going on in your mind? What is the circulating thought that keeps on pulling you again and again? What is the one or two themes? Write it down. These two, themes. if it's something that's a little B, then I can, then we tend to match people with our masterclass and we go, oh my gosh, okay, let's help you to restore, release and revitalize. And so you can step into your future self powerfully, right? We can do that in community. But if it's a big B, if it's a big B and you sit with it and you're like, I feel, I don't just feel a little bit of B, I feel pissed, right? Dare I say, 
I actually feel like, you know what? They're not only saying there's like a little ache, but when I sit with it, this thing has actually been pulling at me for a while. I had a client once tell me that they had a toothache for two years they ignored. And when they began to look at the background behind, when we unpacked the background behind the toothache, it was actually that they weren't just ignoring the toothache. They were ignoring the fact that they were caretaking a very critical parent, that they came to work and felt criticized. They came home and felt criticized and they didn't feel like they could escape. So their voice, everything in their jaw was locking. So they wanted to just ignore completely the jaw. And when we did the work, they began to shift and they began to, they spoke more clearly to their parents. Like, how do we create a shift in our family legacy and line? But they also shifted how they related to their, their supervisees. Like, how do I show up differently so that I can really get the support we needed? That's when maybe deeper therapeutic support is helpful so you can achieve peak performance. So little B can work and like, okay, let's, let's unleash here. But if it's a bigger B, there you might, might have deeper there that might need some deeper excavating to heal. Yeah. And I, and I like what you're saying here too. There might be deeper things that actually are totally unrelated to that tooth, right? It's, it's, it's other things happening in life around you that they're really coming home to, to, to healing. To heal. That's the mind body medicine perspective though, is that every emotional thing oftentimes has a physical, physical manifestation. And we get to get to, to the root of that so you can feel better overall. I believe that women's wisdom is the medicine our earth needs. And I am on a mission to raise up the voices, the visibility, and the businesses of 1 million women around the world. Growth in our business, in revenue, in community, and impact fuels our ability to create change much larger than ourselves. If you've been hearing the calling that now is your time, I invite you to join us at the 8th Annual Extraordinary Women Ignite Conference in Golden, Colorado, November 10th through 12th. Tickets are now available. For all the details, jump out to camigellner.com forward slash ignite. Let's raise up your voice, your visibility, and your business. Join us in November. Now back to the show. Yeah, cool. Very cool. So what are some common misconceptions about burnout? Common misconceptions about burnout is that Burnout allows me to charge forward. That I mm, am. Going I'm to just be, driving. I'm getting it oh, done. Yeah, I am. I, I'm even better than I'm driving. Like I'm, <laughs> a car, I'm a car person. I'm a car connoisseur. So, say for example, like a burnout is like my version of I'm a Mustang girl. I'm like Mustang is my convertible. Okay, I can go to Miami and I'm hitting ninety and I'm like doing it right. But the one common misconception is that if I end up addressing this thing. I'll go from shifting from a Mustang or a Maserati to my Nissan. And nothing wrong with Nissans. Nothing. If you have a Nissan, love the Nissan, love the Honda. But I will somehow slow down this street that I'm on. That's totally. I have definitely seen that. That's a misconception. Yeah. Yeah. So it, one of those moments when I feel like when that, that has arisen and we're like, okay, get the move at 90. The gift of that is when we can catch it and we can see that actually preventing burnout can actually help me go from maybe I've been in the maybe I've been in the Mustang, but I've actually been in the slow lane. I've been doing everything possible to to come, come, my all of a sudden my schedule is full. I'm super busy. I'm wondering what's happening. I'm pushing through versus like all of a sudden I'm in the express lane. I have my focused, clear, manifested target. I'm super clear about the destination. All of a sudden, my GPS is focused on where I need to go. 
I say a cluttered mind can't see clearly. All of a sudden, things are moving aside. And when I thought I needed to do 20 things in one day, I needed to do two. All of a sudden, I now know who do I need to have working underneath me? Who do I need to have working as a part of my power team? Maybe I begin to let some people go because I've been distracted, right? All of a sudden, things shift. So that's the one misconception. Burnout is like Mustang. Mm-mm. Burnout is like going into the slow lane. Okay. So second, second misconception, honestly, and I see this again and again from a mind body perspective, right? There is a misconception that somehow we are supposed to numb the pain in our body. Meaning that if I have a stomach ache, if I have a headache, if my throat hurts, if I have back pain, I hear that a lot, you know, sometimes even from moms or people who hunched over oftentimes on the computer, having to do interviews, showing up powerfully in, you know, again and again, that those pains need to kind of be repressed to move forward. And trust me, there are times where, you know what, having to show up for the day, you have to kind of be present and ready. If you're having wound pain, you can always slow down long enough to nurse the wound to go forward. And as someone who has healed oneself from patterns of endometriosis, et cetera, naturally, you know, and endometriosis, for those who don't know, are wound pain that feels so intense that they literally shut you down and you have all kinds of symptoms that feel like a slow heaviness that's very, very painful. And so that repression, some people think, misconception, that that's actually helpful, that like pushing it down is helpful. Why that's a misconception is because listening to yourself and taking time to address it in the short run, not only does it save on healthcare in the long run, right? But it also gives us wisdom, right? When we begin to, and sometimes it's hard to unpack that stuff alone, which is why we say work collaboratively with a coach, a therapist, or with a mastermind to kind of help you unleash that, you know? But really tuning in, I would say, would be the second This discussion. is good. Yeah. It's, and what I like about it is, is, you know, so often we'll just so go pop an Advil if we have a head, headache or we have a backache. It's, you know, what? how can we just relieve that pain in this moment versus actually be cognizant of why do I have this right now? What happened? What did I eat? What are the different, you know, so because so often we, we shape how our body feels. And if we are treating our body well, we can, you know, we can catch these things. And so this is, this is really good for me too, because it's, it's, I think about right now I'm working, I'm getting ready to work with a, um, a functional nutritionist. And I'm super excited about this journey with, with this woman. Um, and you know, she's, she's got background in thyroids and all these different things. And, so often I can just say, okay, and, and I've done this. It's like, you know, I've been on thyroid medicine since I was 15. I, you know, okay, I feel okay, but could I feel better? Right. And, and so really looking at the depth of wisdom that can come from, you know, doing that deep work is exciting to me. So, you know, there's so many different ways we can look at what's happening in our bodies and doing that deep work, I think, is, is exciting. It is. And I'm so excited that you're on that journey, too, on being that powerfully into that place. Because that right there is such a gift. Because from that place, when you have thyroid balance, so many times people have hormone imbalances, heavy periods, they start to experience like early menopause. All kinds of things can happen in the body. When you're yeah, it's to, all like, this stuff is so interrelated, all right? Things, <laughs> all the things. Right? Because it's one body. It's one holistic uh, experience. But then on the other side of that, when we start to figure it out, 
all of a sudden it's like, oh, now I can tap into my gifts. Yes. yes. And I not numb them, right? And not numb them because how parallel is that, right? The same way that I'm going, okay, let me make sure that my thyroid is balanced so that I can feel balanced on the inside so that I can make sure things are regulated, working with a nutritionist, working with someone who has a holistic approach. Like what a gift. It's the same way that all of a sudden I work with someone who's holistic. So yes, I want to step into my power and unleash my gifts, but I'm, it's almost like, um, do you know when they, uh, when someone comes into a road, you ever, you ever drove, drove past, I, I obviously said I'm a Mustang though, right? So you ever uh, been uh, down the street when they're just starting to pave it, right? It's starting to pave it. And the roof is, it's not quite smoothed over yet. And it's like, you're, it kind of takes a couple of extra because it's kind of bumpy and still kind of foreign. But then all of a sudden, a holistic approach comes along and it almost like smooths out the ride. So it doesn't mean that it's not going to be easy. It may take a little extra time. It may take a deeper exploration and it gives a fuller picture. But now all of a sudden, that same road where I was on the way to making my gifts great, it's almost like I'm doing an excavation. Let me let me remove this sabotage that's happened. Let me remove this way that maybe my family has always done it. If you're someone who comes from like a family-owned business, for example, or let me actually shift this and do things differently. So all of a sudden now, you're like, you know what? I really feel pulled for something sweet. I'm going to reach for a peach versus something that's processed sugar, right? All of a sudden, my body takes a moment to catch that. And then because of that, I have more energy and I'm about to go on stage and I'm about to, you know, do when I did recently something a couple of years ago with Essence, it was like, I had to choose what do I want to put in my body? I was so nervous. I was so like, oh my gosh, are people going to listen to me? What was happening, right? And I could have put something in my body that reinforced that I'm not good enough and slowed me down. But I chose to reach for a banana. Let me reach for something that, and we don't always do it perfect, right? But we reach No, for we don't always do it perfect by any means. But that awareness. Oh, yeah, but we're smoothing out the road. So now... When I'm moving along, it doesn't feel quite as bumpy because I'm saying, I'm going to make sure that I don't put myself, my own bumps into my own way when I do the healing work first so that I can unleash my gifts. Like, what a gift is that? You're the gift of the world. We might as well see what you have to offer. Totally. Totally. I love it. And it's, it's one of the things I'm often teaching my clients is like, you can put all the right processes in place around, you know, marketing strategy and brand and, you know, the right packaging, pricing getting be out and getting visible but if you're not taking care of this vessel of you your your mind your body your spirit the communities that you're in all of those pieces of that what i call the r factor how we resonate um so there's this you know and it's it's all of these things and if we're in the stress mode if we're in this burnout mode we have just dimmed that light that we have and i just love everything that you're teaching and i think it's such important work um, real quick, what what do you teach people as far as get healthier habits? Absolutely. So what I would say is some of the healthier habits, if you want to do a deeper dive into that, I would definitely encourage folks who are interested to join our up and coming kind of coaching series, because that's where we're going to really do deeper excavation into what's coming up uh, as far as like how do you form healthy habits? Because I would say, honestly, what I have found is, let me give you an example. I know someone who came to us who had an unhealthy habit where they would, again and again, they were a journalist and they were part of one of our masterminds. 
and they would again and again, whenever it was time to do the call for their um, company, they were working for a heavy hitter um, journalism company, they would find again and again, they would oftentimes underrate what they were going to offer. And I come in from a profit first, first experience of making sure that you always like overvalue right, what it is that you think you should, you know, whatever that worth is, ad tax kind of experience, right? And so that was their unhealthy habit. How are they showing up? And because they were also one of the only women in the space and also one of the only women of Indian uh, background and descent, they oftentimes felt like they were wrestling with how are people around me seeing me? They felt like they oftentimes felt overlooked or questioned. And so how they were showing up and their daily habits were also impacted by how people were perceiving them or they felt people were perceiving them culturally. And so that was a real struggle. And so in working together, we were able to build some healthy habits out where they were able to call in what they deserve. They were able to feel clearer. But more than anything, to be honest, they were struggling with this kind of like clickbait culture where, you know, there, something might be trending today and gone tomorrow. And they felt like they were not quite there. They couldn't feel like, how are people seeing me? And they began to really speak up for what they called in. And they ended up publishing this amazing book. So what I would say would be, the biggest foundation to a healthy habit, first step, is to write down and acknowledge what you feel like right now you're doing that might be unhealthy. And if you're struggling with identifying it, reach out. Because honestly speaking, I have techniques that I use. It's called love, right? It's called living your principles, being open to opportunities in your life, turning your vice to victory, like really bringing in, looking at your vices and how they can become victorious so that you can emerge in your unmatched potential. Like that's the love medicine method. But that love medicine method, I've seen people literally heal from everything from taboos such as substance abuse to becoming like powerhouses, lawyers in their field. The people who felt like I constantly questioned my worth to launching their book and now traveling with it as a journalist, right? Again and again. So I would say every person is so different, but first step, do a personal inventory. Like if you don't know it exists, you won't know it's in the driver's seat of your life. Yeah, very good. So where can people learn more about you and your work? Sure, sure. So I would say the best uh, way to reach out because we're on many channels, but the best way to reach out is that you, if you reach out through selflove.sacredwalker.net, that's the best way to connect because I really want to make sure that we help people kind of in these different phases to be able to do that personal inventory where we're going to walk you through that together to be able to really look at what do we want to restore? And do you have people in your life that are helping you on that journey? Right? Because just like you are what you eat, you are what you eat in your environment, right? And just like the earth needs us to be healthy, who is your inner circle, right? And then also from there, what are some daily habits that you can create so that you can become the miracle that the world is waiting for? So really signing up for that would be the best way to move forward. And then once you join us, then you'll also have other opportunities to continue to build and deep, um, do a deeper dive into your journey. So self-love at sacred, selflove.sacredwalker.net. Um, and then for folks who are on like the Instagram and the Facebook, um, you know, I would say I'm at Ask Sacred, ASK Sacred. That's probably the quickest way. Uh, or if you Google me, I'm on a bunch of other places. But selflove.sacredwalker.net would be a way to connect so that we can help your burnout turn into your brilliance. Awesome. 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 Okay. And the final question that I always close with are what three pearls of wisdom do you want to leave with us today? Absolutely. So my first pearl of wisdom is to 
there's a saying in the Buddhist community that's called metta. And metta means loving kindness. And when we call it loving kindness, we first start with loving kindness with metta with ourselves. Right? I want me to be free of suffering. Right? I call in to be free of suffering and whatever that means for you. In a world that is suffering, I want to be free of suffering. And now the second part of that, so second pearl of wisdom, this is ancient Buddhist principles and we'll incorporate some of this into our mastermind, but I just want to give it, you know, a centering point. The second point is the we, right? You picture one person in your mind, one person in your mind that whether you feel like you're close to them or maybe someone you've been struggling with from your present, past, or future. And from indigenous perspectives, we touch, you know, many years forward and many years back, you know, when we call that person in. So you call one person and you call them in, into your mind, and you say, may we be free from suffering, right? May we be free from suffering. And then the third place, right, is that we now call in, may the world be free from suffering, right? But when we call in that third place, I like to do a little bit of a twist. I like for us to say that, yes, we want the world to be free from suffering, but I want you to see yourself in that world. If I, if I showed up fully as a loved, powerful being in my world, how am I showing up differently in that world so the world could be better because I'm better? So I we and the world may we be free from suffering and thrive. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Sacred Walker, so much for all your wisdom today and for all the, the good information, your stories, for just all of your wisdom. So thank you so much. And it's been a pleasure getting to know you. Same here. It's been a pleasure having you on. You are an amazing presence in the world. I'm so glad to be getting to know you. Oh, thank you so much. I hope you like this episode of Extraordinary Women Radio. If you did, Please share this podcast with your own special tribe of women and help spread the love, the dreams, and the inspiration. Are you ready to raise up your voice, your visibility, and your business? I invite you to join the conversation in my Facebook group, Extraordinary Women Connect. This group brings together changemaker women entrepreneurs who want to elevate their business or impact. It is a place for powerful connections and collaborations. It is a place to be inspired, uplifted, and fired up for action. To learn more about my work that helps women entrepreneurs make heartfelt connections to mindful growth strategies, visit my website at camigelner.com. Till next time, my friend, listen to your heart, follow your dreams, and be you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.